Oof, what a Monday. We had a Miami showdown at the airport. Denise Richards is on Bethany Sprinkle, and she's shading her reality reckoning. And Lenny's mistress is officially speaking out in her first exclusive sit-down interview. Yes, we're going to get into all of it. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, Surf Fresh, all week long. Now, let's dive in. Yes, it's true. I always keep receipts, and that's why I'm letting you guys know I'm going to be doing a bonus members only, because since the mistress interview has dropped, I've been getting a little dragged for sharing it on social media, and I have a lot of thoughts um, and a lot to respond to a lot of the the um, things that have been posted lately, but I'm going to save that for a members only. But I do have a very special guest. Um, you guys, if you want to join members only, you can join it on uh, Apple. If you want to join No Filter Plus, you can sign up for it there. You'll get the audio. Or if you want to watch and stream it live, then you can become a member. There's a link in the description below on YouTube. Um, but today, we have a lot of Miami tea to break down. We have a lot of Bethany's reality reckoning that is still just like slowly burning, but it's like burning to an end. And here to help me break down all the tea, you know her as Besties by Bravo, which is a poppin' Instagram account. And I got to hang out with her at BravoCon. I'm so excited. Please welcome Caitlin Marshall. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Zach. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to meet you at BravoCon, and I'm just so excited to be here and talk about the hot goss. And can I just say, your looks were like Miami fire, fire, hot, hot. Like, you were killing the fashion at BravoCon. Oh, my God. Thank you. Revolve and Zara basically set my wallet on fire, <laughs> but hey, we do what we got to do for the con. We did it. <laughs> the con, like the Jen Shaw con, but the good kind of con. <laughs> Yes, the good kind. <laughs> no, we had a blast. We hung out at the uh, Real Housewives of Politics party. We got mm-hmm. our tarot cards read. We had some cocktails. Stars by Alyssa. She's wonderful. I, I've had her on before, and she's such a delight. Um, And hey, we always like a good tarot read. We love it's, a good tarot. It's a different type of read than we're used to. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm good at reads, but tarot cards are not my forte. I trust the professionals to read my tarot cards. Keep it with the profesh. Yes. Mm, I'm, I'm professionally good at reading other things. Um, so I'm curious if you caught Denise Richards' interview with Bethany Frankel's number one podcast of the galaxy, Just Be. The number one in the whole universe. Yeah. I absolutely did. I, what, hmm. So I, I find it funny. Something about Bethany that I used to appreciate was that she didn't do anything without a specific agenda. Right. And now it's to a fault. And it it kind of <sighs> hit the same way the Vanity Fair article did. I found the background on Denise more interesting yeah. than Bethany's drive of the rest of the episode, or the second episode, I should say. Yeah, I agree. I found, like, the Denise stuff and the Charlie Sheen stuff, like, that to me is more interesting because when we get into part two of the interview, that's when she, like, wants her to talk about her negative experience with housewives and Denise was not taking the bait Denise was like no I had a great time I would return if it made sense and they asked me back yeah you know Bethany was dying for her to blame the show blame production blame the network and Denise was like no it's the people involved that I blame not the entirety of the show and listen that's why we love Denise too she was always pretty much keeping it real and I I can't help but really appreciate her authenticity even more and I love Bethany's like lack of research because they talk about the Bravo, Bravo, Bravo moment. She's like, Bravo, Bravo, Bravo. And and Denise, obviously anybody that watched this the show and watched that scene knows that 
the Brandy stuff hadn't come up in the season yet. So she was clearly talking about something that was related to, you know, her missing work or something related to her kids. Like it was something personal about her family related to her kids that she didn't want to bring up. And that's why she gets mad at Kyle. And she's like, Kyle, you know, we're not supposed to talk about that. Bravo, 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 bravo. Right. And then Bethany's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, it was about your kids. It wasn't about Brandy. I'm like, did you not watch the fucking show? Like you have Denise Richards on to talk about the terrible season that she had and you didn't even fucking watch it you know bethany just her lack of research it's not endearing let's just put it that way um and when she asked denise so what you did it because your was your career at a low was it at a low why would you ask her something like that and at one point she even asked denise oh were you a good actress ma'am why are you like she just has no sense of like these social cues of like how to interview a person yeah she can't stop talking (laughs) and then yeah and then we get to the end of part two which you can tell was bethany trying to set up part three which we never got because she's done like have you heard of what i'm doing i'm doing the reality reckoning have you heard of my reality reckoning and then denise is like no (laughs) and she's like but i did read she's like no i don't i'm sorry i I don't i'm not familiar with it but i did read the vanity fair article and then bethany's like oh okay what did you think of the vanity fair article and denise is just like i mean it wasn't really anything new i didn't get the point of it i didn't get the point of view she's like i heard all this chatter on social media she's like i'm just gonna be brutally honest and bethany's like yeah please be brutally honest and she's like i just i didn't get it and Bethany's like, well, it wasn't my interview. It was Vanity Fair. And Vanity Fair knows that there were tons of crumbs that they left on the floor. And let's be honest, the real reason that that Vanity Fair wasn't able to run with all the real scoop is because they're owned by Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers owns Shed Media. And Shed Media is the one that produces the Real Housewives of Beverly, of the Real Houses of New York. And then Denise is like, well, then how or why did the why did the article even come to be if they were owned by Warner Brother and Warner Brother wanted to hide? Like, what? And Bethany's like, I don't it know. It didn't make sense. Bethany's like, I don't know. It didn't I don't know what happened. Listen, Bethany's going to blame anything she can on anyone else. And that's the thing, too, is then why were you counting on this article so much, Bethany? If you already knew all of this, why were you just counting on this? It's ridiculous. <sighs> It literally was the biggest, like, you know, nothing burger to come out of that reality reckoning. And then she's like, I have nothing to do with it. I I was like, you were literally the face of the article. They led with your photo when you did a photo shoot with Vanity Fair. But now she's like, I wasn't my article. I have nothing to do with it. I'm not suing anybody. What? Yeah. Now suddenly she wants her hands clean. And the thing is, rea- Bethany's reality reckoning is not a reality TV reckoning. It is her Bravo reckoning. Let's yeah. make that very clear. Yeah. She is not trying to do anything about The Bachelor, The yeah. Bachelorette, you know, whatever in paradise. She's not trying to go after Love is Blind where they actually have these lawsuits. Yeah. So uh, it's like she doesn't actually care about the well-being of all reality stars. She cares about taking down Bravo. That's it. And Andy Cohen, her personal vendetta against Andy, which is weird. Like, how did he hurt you, Bethany? Like, truly. I don't know. It's it's bizarre to me. Um, thank you, Jackie. Jackie said she got her VIP tickets for the Bourbon Room. My Friendsgiving show is this weekend, this Sunday, November 19th. Get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. Jackie's coming from uh, Kansas City, and she's got friends coming in. All right, Jackie, let's get it. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited I. to see you guys this Sunday. Where are you based, Caitlin? I'm in Denver. Denver. I was in LA for 10 years, came here during the pandemic. Um, and, you know, because I was an actor out there and oh, shit, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
had to leave. <laughs> um, we got some new members joining. Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining. Artists Fleetwood, thank you, my love. Happy Monday. Good morning to everybody. Welcome on in, guys. Um, okay, so any other closing thoughts about Bethany's reality reckoning or her Denise Richards interview? I just love that Denise is like, I don't care. Or, or I loved that Denise was like, what did she tell Bethany? She was like, or Bethany's like, listen, I didn't realize that I was going to have to do reality reckoning. I'm like, you literally made this you all didn't. happen. But okay. She's like, I, she's like, but everyone just came to me and they're like, you're the only person that can do this. You're the only person that can save us at this point. I'm like, that was just too much pressure. And Denise is like, wow, well, that's, that's, you know, really, really brave of you. And she's like, I guess it is. I guess it is brave of me. I guess I'm brave. I'm the only one that could have done it. And all these people, like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to let them down now. And Denise is like, yeah, good, good for you, girl. I mean, she was fishing so hard for those compliments. And it was just so awkward. Yeah. Well, I guess that is brave of you. Yeah. I, I mean, call me brave. Call me a hero. Give me a medal. It's like, what did she want her to say? It was just like too much. I'm just surprised Bethany, Bethany didn't offer up her a scooped out bagel with cottage cheese. Oh, well, I mean, if you listen to one of the thousands of ads, which listen, ads are okay. I, I get that. Get your money. But she called herself a cottage cheese influencer. And <laughs> I can't take the I can't take the influencing from Bethany Frankel anymore. You were influencing no one but fanatics. Just she's so you know. Influencing people to like turn away from her. Yes. Absolutely. She's she's de-influencing, but not in the trendy de-influencing way. You feel me on that? Yes. Because that's a trend mm -hmm. right now. Uh, the anti-influencer. And Bethany's right. just like, I've never seen an influencer. I've never, first of all, I've never seen a reality reckoning or a reckoning that only reckons the person that's trying to like, because like, think about a reality reckoning. Like there's like a lightning bolt. It like puts shock waves through the world, right? That's a reckoning. But Bethany. biblical. <laughs> like there's nothing there's been no reckoning there's been like little rumblings but they're only rumbling because she keeps trying to shake the table but nobody's biting no no and sometimes the louder you are the worse it is you don't have to be so loud all the time maybe let some of the things that are supposed to be coming to light speak for themselves and she just couldn't stop it, it I don't think she's going to stop. And I honestly, I think she is gunning to get Lisa Renna on that podcast. She's dying to have her on there. Lisa and I doubt Lisa Renna has been interested. Lisa's not going to do it. Lisa would never do that. She knows better than to touch. I'm sure she wants Lisa Renna and she wants Ramona Singer. Oh my God. Ramona's, Ramona's also not dumb. Like she's a little, she's out of touch and tone deaf. But one thing about Ramona is she's not dumb enough to bite Bravo's hand. She knows at some point the dust will settle and she'll probably have some sort of relation. She would rather have a relationship with NBC than have Bethany use her for five minutes. Because she doesn't support women. Yeah. And Ramona knows. Ramona's like, Ramona's not going to fall for it. Uh-uh. I hope not. I don't know. I think Ramona just needs to lay low for a little while. Mm. Okay. Um, should we talk about? Should we move into Miami? Let's Miami's on, 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 on fire. Miami's on, mm -hmm. on, on, on fire. Okay. Well, really quickly, Caitlin, we're gonna take a brief pause because. I just want to let you guys know about some of my pals. If you want to hear, where'd you get that this holiday season? Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. 
Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows where, knows exactly what they want. I already started my holiday shopping. I love the customizable options. My mom loves hosting, so I got her like this cute, very chic, at least Dorit would think it's very chic, a charcuterie board. I ordered some homesick candles for my friends with scents from their home states. And I even ordered myself a personalized platinum LP record with no filter on it. So I feel like a professional podcaster. When you shop at Uncommon Goods, you're supporting local artists and small independent businesses. These fine products are made in small batches, so shop now before they sell out this holiday season. Uncommon Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful, out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash no filter. That's uncommongoods.com slash no filter for 15% off. Don't miss out on this very limited time offer. Uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. And also, I mean, you guys know, life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an additional tip, leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next check. You can use it for a special night out like this weekend's no filter night out at the bourbon room or like me i've got two two growing little pups they're nine months now and there's always going to be like an unexpected trip to the vet sky just got fixed so you never know when life's going to happen and you're going to need a little advance so make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who love it Download the Earnin app today. It's spelled E A R N I N, Earnin, E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in No Filter under Podcast when you sign up because it really helps the show. That's No Filter under Podcast. Subject available, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, back to the show. Okay, Caitlin, we have so much Miami tea to spill. Let's start with this airport fight, and then we'll get into the, the Lenny Mistress interview, which is just hilarious. So- the BravoCon ended. Upon returning from BravoCon, we have Alexia and Adriana, Real Houses of Miami. They got into a screaming match at the Miami airport. According to TMZ, Alexia was upset about comments that Adriana had made about her finances on the show. Adriana accused Alexia of thinking that she's the star of the show. Then we have Kiki. Kiki inserts herself, and she's telling them to tone it down before anyone starts recording them. And... I mean, it seems like this beef between Alexia and Adriana is just never going to end. It's always ongoing. What are your thoughts? Uh, well said. I agree. Um, I think that Adriana, sometimes she just can't seem to help herself. Mm. Uh, you know, she a lot of things get lost in translation when I think Adriana is trying to make a point, as we know. And she just will go a little farther than she needed to in order to make a point as dramatic and bold as possible. I, the hilarity of Adriana in her, you know, mask, yeah. yelling at <laughs> at baggage claim, then yelling at Julia, you see what you let your friend do to me? And, and I'm sure Julia is like, oh my God. And Kiki, I mean, 
listen, I, if someone did record it, can you send it to us? I please. Kind of just, I just need a good laugh. Okay. Please send. <laughs> please somebody leak the video of what went down. Somebody has to have something. Something. Um, it's just, it's so wild. I mean, I'm hoping that she rolled out of that airport in a wheelchair. That would be the cherry on top. Listen, she always has a prop. And even even in when the cameras aren't technically there, she had her mask as a prop. She's going, Adriana is going to Adriana all day long. And anything that's going to be more dramatic, I mean, I'm sure she probably was trying to say, oh, I, maybe I, I have a little bit of a, a cough. It could be croup. It could be RSV or something. I don't know. Clearly, I'm a mom. That Those are the first things that are coming to my mind. <laughs> but, hey, it's Adriana. She could probably, she would probably claim she had croup. Um, so it's, I, I don't know. Adriana, girl, we got we to gotta work on your way of smoothing things over. I know because it's like you made thing you made up with Alexia. You guys seem fine. And then here you go talking about her finances. You already know Alexia's testy and she's sensitive and she's very much Teresa Judice. So if you're going to talk about yes. her husband or you're going to talk about her finances or her kids, like that's mm-hmm. just off limits and she's going to come for you. I love that she said to her, "You think you're the star of the the excuse me, the star of the show." And Alexia's like, "Because I am the star of the show." <laughs> Like, do we expect anything less? <laughs> do you think that she is the star of the show? Um, well, I would say Alexia and Lisa Hochstein originated it, along with Marisol. Yeah. But it's a really dynamic cast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's she's an she's an OG, uh, OG star of the show. We'll say that. She's an OG, but I don't know if I would necessarily consider her like the Teresa of Miami. Like Teresa is like a pillar on Jersey. You know what I mean? Like Teresa is Jersey. Um, Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, as we've seen, like Vicky got replaced. LVP left Beverly Hills. Like Nene got dumped by Atlanta. So it's like, you know, it's it's you don't stay the star for long unless you you. I don't know. I I like Alexia, but she does frustrate the hell out of me so much oh my on Miami. I mean, yeah, she did, the way she did go after Adriana about this man that she was seeing, whether he was divorced or separated, and she didn't scroll all the way down the page. I, I mean. And then wouldn't apologize for the love of God. I mean, it was like, if you can't even apologize for that, can you imagine getting into daily arguments with her over like, you left the towel on the edge of the sink? And- yeah, I did, but so what? Like, she's never going to apologize for anything. <laughs> she really just, I mean, it's like just a little humility, a little bit of, you know, just own it a little bit, you know? But like her, and, and Lara said too, like I saw the clip that leaked or that was was shared from this upcoming, this week's, up, or this week's episode actually, because it's already dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Like to me, it's where Gertie tries to tell Larsa that she has breast cancer and Larsa's response is like, how am I supposed to know that? Also, how do you know that you have breast cancer? Like, I was like, what? I, now, <laughs> I saw people in the comments on when people were posting about this being like, no, Larsa was just in shock. No, when you're in shock, you say, what? Oh my God. Are you okay? Wait, breast cancer. If you were that shocked that you can't even be empathetic is what, you know. And then the way she was asking, well, how do you know? It almost felt accusatory. Yeah. Like she, she, like she, was, she was lying. using some sort yeah. of scare. WebMD. 
like exist. she did Man, that. Like, like you can't. You're not gonna say I have breast cancer from WebMD. Like by the time you come out with that, like it's genuinely because there's been some testing done. You've had a conversation with your doctor. How do you know? And then she's like, please keep this in confidence. And then we fast forward six hours later, and then underneath in parentheses, literally six hours later, and she's just spilling it to everyone. You know, the only the only secret Larsa is able to keep is the fact that she will not disclose the fact that she has clearly had a BBL or something of some yeah. sort, because that on top of that, ma'am, that those were like the first squats you've probably ever done that we saw you doing with those girls in the gym. Like, come on. That is the only secret I have seen you keep. I know. And it's not kept very well. So no. uh, Larsa can't hold water, can she? Mm-mm. <laughs> And then they had, so I saw on social media, there was a clip of like Watch What Happens Live when she was sitting down with Andy and he was asking her if she has any regrets about that. And she's just like, no, like she was like totally doubling down on it and like still not even self-aware enough to realize that like that was not good. Yes, I, that was in the uh, reading room, Watch What Happens Live. And she just, no, I wouldn't have done anything different. I mean, it's not like I knew. She wasn't expecting you to know, Larsa. She was informing That's why she you was just telling then. you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, well, guys, just a reminder, I do recaps for Spotify's The Ringer every Tuesday with Chelsea Stark-Jones. So you can listen to The Ringer Reality TV podcast, and I will break down the full episode of Miami along with Southern Charm with Chelsea on Tuesday. Shall we talk about what everybody is talking about right now? And that is this interview that Lenny Hoxting's mistress as the interview said it. Um, what was your reaction? So let's just give people a bit of a timeline. So we come back from BravoCon Sunday. Um, the uh, the YouTube channel Up and Adam posts a teaser. And it's like this uh, short video of Katharina strutting through the mansion, Lenny's mansion, the one that he kicked Lisa and the kids out of, right? Strutting through the mansion flipping her hair, and then there's like a drone shot of her just opening the doors to the backyard patio. And it says, okay, the interview is, or I think this is posted on Monday, and then it says, okay, the interview is dropping this Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the video's up, and then by the next morning, the video gets taken, the teaser gets taken down, and it's not addressed at all. Nobody knows, oh, is the interview coming? Is the interview not coming? Like, no addressing of the actual situation. Then, over the weekend, the mistress, Katharina, ends up posting the entire interview on her Instagram. Three parts, shares the whole thing, tags uh, tags the host and his husband, and um, they still didn't address it. I believe they addressed it this morning on YouTube. Um, but so she posts the interview. Then Lisa Hochstein comes out, and Lisa Hochstein says, um, oh, I talked to the interview, and the interviewer said that Katharina was approaching him and she really wanted to give the interview and he decided not to release the interview because the interview was just full of lies. And my thing is, it's like, well, but he was going to release the interview and he posted the teaser for the interview and then took it down when all of the comments got negative. So I don't know if he didn't release it because it was full of lies because he booked the interview, showed up with a camera crew, paid a crew to film the interview, edited the interview, then Art directed her to walk through the halls of the mansion, then had an editor edit that teaser, then publish that teaser on his YouTube channel and waited until the backlash got negative to then say, oh, wait, no, sorry, Lisa Hochstein. I didn't I was not going to post it because it's full of lies. 
Listen, I, I had not heard this beginning portion that you were just letting us know about. Um, hmm. The Let me say this. I, I used to do beauty pageants. Yes, I did. Mm. And there was something she kept doing that was very telling that she had been very well trained for this interview is Adam would ask her a question and she would say, I'm very glad you're asking me this question so that I can clear this up. And she would look down. Now I'm going to be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> now, while we didn't see a reflection of Lenny being like, do this, don't say that, whatever. I'm like, did she have an earpiece in? Was someone like talking to her? Um, that's just me being crazy. <laughs> but when you repeat something back to someone like that, when they ask you a question or you repeat the question back to them and mm -hmm. you're in an interview style setting and you've been trained for that, that's the way you buy time to think of your answer. Yeah. So um, that was really apparent to me immediately. Um, I... I think something that could have saved the interview and I, you know, I don't want to knock any other creators or anything like that. What I do want to say is I, it felt like he was afraid to push her. Yeah. Something was happening. I, I mean, either Lenny was standing in there behind him or something or, you know, behind the camera um, or something like that, because if he had gone for it with like what Bethany did with Rachel, where she read off what was said to her during the reunion, that was during that interview, that was the only portion of it that I felt anything yeah. really about the humanization of it all. Now, when he literally had opportunity to read even just PG-13 things that people have said, instead, the worst word he said to her was mistress. But honey, that is what you were. You may yeah. be his Lenny's fiance now, but you were you were the mistress. Can what we, else can you call it? Can we not erase the fact that like she literally was going to their parties, knew that Lisa was married to Lenny, knew that they had kids. Then when they their relationship was outed publicly, then they were in the press making out on the street. Then when Lisa confronts them at the club, she was licking her lips. She licked her lips in Lisa's face. And then, if it's not even worse, she films the interview in their house. And the promo is her strutting down the hall. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And like, we what, what we thought the optics of this were going to be fine? No, no. The, just the incident Wait. of her licking her lips at Lisa alone. The, the self-control Lisa Hochstein has is much better than, unfortunately, I would have to say I would have, because that would be yeah. one of those rare moments that I'd be like Clock the pulling bitch. full on. Yeah. Madison LaCroix. Yeah. I'm calling your hair. I'm ripping your hair out and calling you patches from now on. So he, so Adam went on his YouTube today and said that he doesn't know how Katharina got access to the full edited version of the interview and that she leaked it all on her own. Listen. <laughs> like here's here's my thing just own it just be like listen i did it like if you're the bitch that's going to interview the mistress then like just own it at that point you know like this doubling down and backtracking like just be like listen or be like i didn't think it through and and now i regret it but like it just to me is so also she tagged him in the instagram stories and i believe as of right now he hasn't removed that tag so you can still see it on his profile too like to me i'm just like it, something about it doesn't add up it's not making no. sense to me 
it didn't to me either because um they live in the same state if i'm not correct well I'm, i believe now he lives in charleston they just moved to charleston because right. at BravoCon, you know they were telling people that they have a house next to like madison Lacroix, and so i think they're Go they're ahead. going full southern charm okay hey you know what listen southern charm's a cute town i ain't mad at it Charleston's beautiful. I, yeah. I went there back in February this year and it was gorgeous. So, um, hey, you stay keeping that beach life. Um, it almost felt like Katarina thought that maybe they were friends. And I didn't get from him that he, that's just personally, I I didn't get that from him. I well, felt like they she, go to the their part. They've gone to their holiday parties. Like Lenny, when they throw parties, like I know Adam and his husband have been right. to their parties. So, I mean, there okay. had to have been some sort of friendship there. That's that's the vibe I was getting. Um, you know, I I just think he just needed to go ahead and push her more yeah. on at least how she felt. I mean, she was so robotic. It was, you know, the thing is too, I don't feel that a lot of people were actually questioning her actual intelligence. Um, yeah. It I didn't need to know, hey, you speak four languages. I it's I'm not proud to say that I only can speak one. So yeah. I, I am impressed by anyone who can do that. Listen, I just think it was poorly thought out, more poorly thought out than the Rachel and Bethany interview. It just yeah, didn't hit the way they thought. No. And and listen, the mistress too, like Katharina, I just feel like I heard you, like nobody like needed to hear your side of things. Like I like, what was your reason with, you know, wanting to even do this interview when you really didn't give us anything like you know give us the timeline of your relationship with Lenny and how that developed and why you really are not the mistress talk about why you licked your lips in Lisa's face at the club Thank why you. you and Lenny keep giving you know statements to the press about Lisa and the divorce you know tell us about the times you reached out to Lisa and said hey I want to make this right and I want to make sure that we can have a cohesive relationship for the sake of your kids because if I'm going to be marrying your ex-husband we're technically going to be a family now let's try to smooth things over tell me about the time you tried to offer Lisa an olive branch because maybe the, the relationship started off a little rocky give me that yeah the and her explanation of the timeline like okay you literally gave us nothing that we didn't already know Aside from the fact that you met him back in either 2020 or 2019, I'm assuming their um, Halloween 2019 yeah. party is my assumption from that because she said right before the pandemic and what, like you separated from your husband in September 2021 and that's when you got together with him, it sounded like. <laughs> so it's been going on a while. For a minute. Uh, Danielle says, good day all. Happy to see Caitlin on here. Loved her on creating the Creator Podcast. Oh. Yes, Thank you, Danielle. Hi. Thanks for joining. That was fun. Um, Natalie and Giorgio, two of our pals, have a podcast. It's called Creating the Creator, where it kind of just gives you like a little behind the scenes insight on on the creator, the creators, on all of us. Yeah. And then you get like a little reading from Natalie at the end. Yes. It's so fun. Uh, Such a fun podcast. Mm -hmm. I do want to get your thoughts on Salt Lake City. Um, mostly the Monica of it all, because there are a lot of rumors going on about Monica stealing Lisa Hoxton's $60,000 ring and the lawsuit with Beauty Lab and Laser. What are your thoughts about Monica and the rumors that have been circulating? There, people have been going a little nuts on some of it, trying to use some things as proof that actually turn out not to be proof. <sighs> yeah. So every, I need everyone to collectively take a little bit of a breath for just a second Pop. before you start accusing a mother of all these things. 
I personally don't believe that Monica took Lisa Barlow's ring. No, I don't. I, that I will say. I I do believe that there was definitely something that obviously went down between her and Beauty Lab because that's their workaround between the fact that they're not allowed to sue each other, that housewives are not allowed to. Yeah. And because Monica is suing Beauty Lab and Laser and it's just Beauty Lab and Laser suing Monica. So right. that's their workaround. I had a lot of people bring that up to me. And yes, they're not supposed to sue each other, but also they can break Bravo contracts by doing that from what I understand as well. Yeah. But that being said, I... The whole thing about Monica's different names, that fishy. I can't quite figure out. That's fishy. There's something, she's clearly fishy, and maybe she does these things where she tries to avoid pain for her tab, like we know what happened with, with Beauty Lab and Laser, is that was the accusation that they're making, that there was a $2,000 tab that she had from injections um, that she received from Beauty Lab and Laser. She didn't pay that tab. She paid the deposit, but like never paid anymore. She says that she never paid it because... Um, she didn't like the work that was done and it was it was filler. I don't know if you've ever had Botox or filler, but I, I have and I know you always have to sign a waiver that says the results may be undesirable, but I'm still choosing to trust you with injecting my face. And not only that, but with filler, with Botox, Botox lasts a, couple, a few months. With filler, mm -hmm. you can easily have that dissolved very quickly if you are unhappy with the results and they can fix that. She says that she went to somebody else to get it fixed. Um, I mean, regardless, I think she still has to pay her tab. First of all, it's not even that big of a tab, $2,000, especially for injections. Like that's literally like not that's that. That's very inexpensive. Yeah. I Yeah. I've not had filler. I've had Botox, but um, I do know, listen, $2,000 because I know when you buy filler, typically what the way they do it is you have to buy quote unquote, the full syringe. You Correct. can't just, you know, Botox, you can however many units, and then they tell you how much it was. Yeah. But you have to buy, you know exactly how much you're buying. Yeah. And if any more, then any more. Um, I, <laughs> I do agree. Like, what, why wouldn't you just try and get it dissolved and then go from there? Because they wouldn't have charged you to dissolve it. That's if you were that unsatisfied with it. I, I, and again, $2,000, just put it on your credit card. I mean, yeah. not that everyone has $2,000 that they can put on their credit card, but at the end of the day, if you're being sued, what? Come on, make your life easy. But not only that, <laughs> they were saying? they were payment. They were monthly payment. Like she agreed to a monthly payment plan. So it's yeah. not like she had to pay the full two grand up front. They were monthly payments that she was just not making. It would have taken her, what, four months or so to make to finish that plan five months maybe if it was 449 a month yeah i think they said it was so and not only that but then we have the finale scene with the bermuda where we see heather gay and she's on the phone and she's like she did what and she's like freaking out people are thinking that that's when heather gay found out that monica was the person that didn't pay the tab to me the timeline doesn't really add up and to me, I don't think Heather would have such a big reaction of knowing Monica didn't pay a $2,000 tab. Like for shaking and injections. Yeah. So the lawsuits didn't come until what, August is when Beauty Lab filed their lawsuit against Monica. And um, I believe hmm. the finale was filmed back in May. So to me, it doesn't really, it doesn't add up that that would be the big bombshell that comes. I heard that it is some bombshell related to Monica and possibly Angie K. And we know that like the cast is clearly not on good terms with Monica because they weren't seated with her at BravoCon. There was no Salt Lake City panel. Like 
something mm-hmm. went down with Monica and the cast is not happy with her. And I'm assuming it relates to the trip to Bermuda. And that's a very good point because, you know, I was thinking the same as what it seems like a lot of others were thinking that maybe it was about Monica. But when Heather has that whole kind of, no, don't come in here, don't film. I I kind of wonder if they held out on filing this suit until closer to the reunion being taped because they were afraid like maybe production was like, no, you can't, I I don't, I'm not going to pretend to know how everything works, especially the legalities of things and the way their contracts are. So I don't want to say this is what I absolutely believe happened, but um, maybe because they thought that that would have been, you know, a bit of a spoiler for the show and for what happened. But I also agree that that's kind of, that her reaction was so huge. And that's where we just were all like, man, we can't figure out what could have been so devastating that it was that it was her that, because those are her Heather's words. And it's like, what in over $2,000 tab, it wasn't a $20,000 tab. Right. If that were a $20,000 tab, then yeah, Different. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, and she used man. a fake name or whatever, but you know, I, that I get, but at the same time, like, I just also like Monica was known around town. Like these women had some sort of familiarity with each other that I don't think Monica was secretly coming into beauty lab and laser under a fake name and getting injections. And like, you know, like there's no way Heather didn't already know about this or that it wasn't that, I don't think it was that big of a deal for that sort of reaction. So I'm thinking there has to be something else. And not only that, but remember in this season, at the beginning of the season where Monica talks about how, what was it? A Louis Vuitton bag that she ended up buying because she's like, I felt insecure around these ladies. If she could afford a Louis Vuitton bag, that's a lot more than $2,000. Yes. Yeah. Especially a white one. Yeah. Um, the, the white handbags, I used to work for Yves Saint Laurent right when they switched over to Saint Laurent and white handbags for whatever reason would just run a little higher and they were more rare. So, uh, to me, clearly she had the money. And if you are, feeling brave enough to spend the money on a white handbag that is leather and that expensive, the money isn't that big of an insecurity. If yeah. you're like, I'm a toddler mom, my handbag, I'm going to buy a nice handbag, but it's going to be gray. <laughs> you know, <laughs> It can't get ruined. So I don't know, maybe that was just bravery on her end and maybe I'm looking too far into it. I'm quite capable of that. Mm. But yeah, I, and you know, I, that moment endeared me to her because If I were a housewife, I know I would easily be having that conversation with my mother. Now, would I be having the other conversations she ended up having with her mother with mine? No. And that also feels like all this stuff that's coming up is sort of negating the way her mother seems to treat her and has treated her, which, you know, that's a whole other bag of worms. But, you know, I I just, I, I think that there's a lot of things that are going to be thrown at her during the reunion is part of the issue. I think it's going to be a gang up. I think the as as of now the only people who aren't technically against Monica are Whitney and Meredith. Yeah, but I don't think they're pro Monica either. No. <laughs> I think they're like I, I'm keeping my hands clean from this one. Do you think Mary's going to show up to the reunion? She didn't come to BravoCon. Um, I'd been hearing that they wanted Mary to be holding a snowflake next season, and I don't see that happening either. No. Um, oh, I don't know with Mary. She just kind of does whatever the hell she wants to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she. How many apps does she give? Zero. None. Not one. None. None. I don't know. Maybe her Las Vegas house will flood again, and she'll get out of it that way. <sighs> <sighs> 
Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for chatting with me today. We covered a lot. We talked about Bethany. We talked about all the Miami tea. We talked about Salt Lake City. This was fun. You need to come back. We need to do it again sometime soon. Uh, Pimp yourself out. Where can everybody go and follow you? Yes, and and thank you you so much for having me, Zach. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, I guess X. It feels weird not calling it Twitter. I'm calling it Twitter. Threads, that's uh, at Besties by Bravo. You can find my podcast quite literally anywhere you listen and on YouTube as well. I took like a little two-week break between BravoCon, my birthday. I was like, I got to chill. I am literally recording almost every day this week, and I will be having you on on Friday to discuss Beverly Hills. So you can find YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify, all of it. I love it. Um, Mtronics, I'm going to start the the bonus members only right after this. So stick around and we will do the members only. If you're a member, you'll be able to join the live stream. Um, Guys, go and give Caitlin some love. Subscribe to the Besties by Bravo podcast. Leave her a nice Apple podcast review because we love those reviews. They help all of us. They're free to give. So please go and drop a review and tune in because I'm going to be on the podcast very, very soon, guys. Yes, you will. Caitlin, thank you so much. Guys, if you haven't done so yet, this Sunday, live at the Bourbon Room. I'm back at the Bourbon Room. Um, This Sunday, November 19th, you can get your tickets at nofilterlive.com. If you're not in Los Angeles, you can live stream the show at nofilterlive.com. So get your tickets and save your spot now before they're gone for good. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach and catch new episodes of No Filter with Zach Peter every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday with bonus members only episodes that drop on Friday. You can catch me on the Ringers Reality TV Podcast Tuesdays with Chelsea Stark-Jones recapping The Real Houses of Miami and Southern Charm. Get ready. And then Wednesday nights, I recap Real Houses of Salt Lake City with my boy Josh from Louisiana. So he will be back this Wednesday and we'll recap this week's episode of Salt Lake City. Get ready for it. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Members only is going to start in just a few minutes. So stay tuned. Get ready. Let's get into it. a little too early to be having a cocktail but maybe some get some coffee and let's get into it caitlin thank you again love and appreciate you you. adore you thanks guys i will talk to you in just a few minutes all right ciao for now